This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to One Shot, a fan fiction podcast. Today I'm talking to Taya. Her fandom is One Direction. Taya, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It is a true pleasure. You were very enthusiastic about doing it. Yeah, I know. It's like maybe embarrassing, but I just want to be like full disclosure about my addiction. That's that's what we're here for. Great. I love that you say addiction. I'm addicted as well. Mm. Can you tell me a little bit about what came first, like liking fan fiction or liking One Direction? One Direction. But like absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, One Direction came first before <laughs> fan fiction. Yeah, I didn't know what fan fiction was before one day. Amazing. Um, yeah, and that's when I just I, – I was addicted to One Direction, I want to say, for like four years, four years most likely. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? Me too. Um, I also love. loved One Direction, full disclosure for the <laughs> listeners. What age were you when you started listening to One Direction? I think I was probably – I would have been 14 or 15. Really? And, yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm so much older than you. Wait, no. <laughs> No, am I getting that wrong then? Was I, I you must like be. 17 or 16, 17? Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I would have been actually. Yes, because yeah. I was in year 11 when they Got blew me. up. Yeah. I was in year 10. Okay. I think I was early. I think I came in on the scene like just, just after they got out of X Factor. The best days. Yeah. <laughs> Like, let's be I real. Just, like, play, like, grave cardigans. Like, never forget. <laughs> yeah, like, stripy t-shirt Louis face. <laughs> Hi, I'm Louis from One Direction. <laughs> the suspenders, like, full Barry shipping. <laughs> okay, what ship? Who do you ship? Um, I was probably more of, like, a Niall and Harry. I wasn't actually that into Larry. That's fine. I'm I'm, I mean, I'm Larry Stylinson. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to kick you out just yet. Yeah. I I sort of ignored, like, Liam Payne. He was not really on my radar. Neither was Zayn. Mm. But I was all about, like, Harry, then Niall, then Louis, then probably Liam and Zayn was last on my agenda. Harry, top of every – I mean, oh, he's the best. He's the best. You and just like, love the curls. You love it. Oh, all about the curls. And I think, like, now it's even, like, true, you know? He's, like, his career is yeah. flourishing. Yeah, he's day. amazing. He's doing – like, he's just constantly kicking goals. Next Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> How did you then get into fan fiction? I think – I think I just started reading it on Wattpad. Big- wow, that's real yeah, stuff. <laughs> I know. Or maybe it was Tumblr, actually. Okay, yeah. That's right. Yeah, because I found some like delicious Harry Styles fan fiction on a <laughs> Tumblr account and I was obsessed. And then yeah. he eventually stopped posting it. And then I had to look to alternate sources. Do you remember what that fan fiction was about? It was about Harry Styles and a girl and like it, it like got, an original character girl. Yeah, original yeah. character girl. And it kind of got like a little dirty, but like, you know, written I bet it really did. well. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote One Direction Tumblr fan fiction. Oh, amazing. It wasn't my story because mine was Larry Styles and it always was. Mm-hmm. So you did not read mine. <laughs> no, I didn't. Tumblr fan fiction. So then what did you do to find more? Did you Google like One Direction fan fiction? Did you know what it, what, did you know to search the words fan fiction? Like you said, you never heard of it. So how yeah. did you know what you were reading? It was probably that I found like stories posted Mm. on Tumblr and then through my many hours of the internet, 
and maybe even like discussing it with other fellow friends who were like addicted <laughs> they would probably like look what i found like this story <laughs> that just or maybe it was even that i just had so much story of my own going on in my head yeah that i yeah. just like you know and like attracts like <laughs> i just <laughs> found it so then how did you take the leap like how long were you reading fan fiction before you were like I must contribute. I think it was like relatively quick. I think my turnaround was <laughs> yes, fast. Honey. I just had to get in there, you know, uh-huh. because it wasn't enough to be reading other people's mm. because I had my own story going mm-hmm. on inside of me. And I was like, <laughs> it doesn't, I'm not getting that back enough. Mm. So then I was like, screw it. I'm going to just, I'm going to get this out there. I was never brave enough to post it anywhere. Like I was never. You never posted no. it? No. Oh my gosh. This is like a debut. <laughs> This is like a premiere. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm thrilled. I think maybe oh that's God. why I wanted to share it so much. Thank you so much. I feel like so trusted and loved oh, and like embraced. Really this happy. is amazing. In keeping with full disclosure, like I realized yesterday, we had a very similar path in that we both wrote One Direction fan fiction as teenagers. Mm-hmm. And we both, I did, you are doing a creative writing degree now. Yeah. It all started with a fanfic. Me too. I started with fanfiction and then I moved on to being a comma real writer. And do you know what's really interesting? Now that I'm writing like proper stories for this degree, Mm. I'm finding that I wish I had the same like imaginary like flair that I had when I was writing fanfiction because I, I was compulsively writing this fanfiction. Yeah. I couldn't stop. I had so many Me ideas. Me too. You write so fast when you're doing fan fiction. Oh, it's just so much. Pours out ease. of you. Yeah, it, it just <laughs> pours out. It 100% does. And now I find that I'm writing like proper things, air quotes. Mm. I get stumped all the time and I'm consistently having like blocks. But there were no blocks wow. with fan fiction. No. It was just like catharsis. Well, I mean, fun fact for you, I wrote a fan fiction for that course <gasps> in the third year for an assignment. Oh, my God. Like, because I was be like, done. I'm sneaking this in. I, there's not enough fan fiction in the in scholar the discourse. <laughs> not enough. Scholarly discourse. Yeah, nah. I mean, I'm doing this podcast, so I obviously think there's, like, room for improvement <laughs> <laughs> to talk about fan fiction. So I, I wrote, and this is true, I wrote a Gossip Girl fan fiction <gasps> for a third year university degree Assignment. Um, assignment oh my god i apologize to that teacher i don't think she got it <laughs> did, did you get a good mark i hope you did i got a decent mark yes didn't it wasn't like 10 out of 10 but yes wow yeah that's a really good the summer. worst part of it was that i wanted her to see it in the true format like posted online mm-hmm. because that's part of the experience the, of yeah. fan fiction is where you're reading it yeah so i had to like send her to my fan fiction account oh my goodness i know so i locked <gasps> i made all my other stories private <laughs> <laughs> i was like you don't need to see the other stuff <laughs> nope okay i think we should just get into it does the story have a name no i never got a title all i've got is chapter one (laughs) just so the listeners know taya sent me this fan fiction in like an old one note working document that had her like year 11 psychology notes in it as well (laughs) and then has her fan fiction underneath (laughs) the date just if in case you're wondering january 31st 2012 (laughs) 7.01 p.m. Thank you, Microsoft, for keeping such meticulous notes. That is unbelievable. 
Wow. Okay, I'm going to start to read it. Okay, I'll you try jump to in when quiet. You jump in when you're ready. We're just going to jump in. It's very loosey-goosey. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I was settling into the plane seat. Earphones comfortably in with boy in pair playing. <laughs> <laughs> the coolest band of 2012. <laughs> it's officially 2012. <laughs> the day had finally arrived. I was going to London. <laughs> All my dreams tied up in one story. This is brilliant. I had been waiting for this day since I started my year 12, and now it was here. It's like Dave that I'm writing this. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> While all my other friends were off to Byron Bay for schoolies. Look at you throwing oh, wow. shade at your friends yeah. going to Byron. Yeah, I'm above it. <laughs> my dad was sitting next to me with his laptop out. You know, you can't have your iPod on for takeoff, Leah. iPod? iPod. Damn, it was just getting to the good part, I said, <laughs> as I pulled the headphones out. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, we are now preparing for takeoff. Please fasten your seatbelts and ensure tray tables are stowed away. I reached into my brown leather backpack to grab out my copy of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Ooh, yes. My all-time favorite book. I figured it would get me in the London mood. Oh, yeah, it would. That is, because it's British. It's British. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell I was a little bit Britain obsessed? Clearly. And I love that even though this isn't a Harry Potter fan fiction, Harry Potter has found its way into it the has. fanfic. It's just, it, I cover it all bases. Yeah. <laughs> I began to read, but I could hardly focus on the words. I was too excited. This trip was set to be the best one of my life. Dad was going over for work, as he always did, so I would have nine weeks of solo enjoyment of my favorite place in the world. I was planning on getting work with an acting agency ambitious ambitious as hell one that dad already had contact with and started auditioning for tv shows and commercials over there it felt like all my dreams were starting to become tangible this is a nice nice yeah i know it's like kind of lovely to hear my um previous like dreams yeah i'm like this is a good fanfic so far i'm in it thank you i mean it's first person point of view which you know well i don't know if i knew i could write another way The flight felt like hours and hour. I'm just letting you know that's how you wrote it. (laughs) Zero proofreading. (laughs) The flight felt like hours and hour. Everyone knows that I got a 40 on my English ATAR score. Oh my God. That was an unusual mistake. I couldn't get to sleep at all, mostly due to my dad's loud snores. But surely enough, we finally stepped off the plane into the fresh, crisp London air. I've got to go to the bathroom, Dad, one sec. I was <laughs> determined to look somewhat reasonable when London got a look of me. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wove my way through the maze of busy travellers hurrying to get on their flights on time and into the bathrooms. I placed my backpack on the ground as I got in front of the mirror. My hair certainly was a problem. Wow. <laughs> I tore it out of the ponytail. <laughs> This is, this is this is like something I would have written. Yeah. I love this sentence. I tore it out of the ponytail it had been captive in for the past 12 hours and tried to flatten it. However, my long, wavy, blonde hair always had other ideas. It didn't exactly flow like the celebrities I aspired to be like. It was wild, but it had always been my trademark, and I thought it gave me a bit of character. So I left it to do its own thing. That was a lot about your hair. <laughs> I need to make sure people know what this character looks like and that it looks like me. I quickly splashed my face with water to help wake me up, reapplied mascara to my blue eyes, which currently had contact lenses in them, and put on some pawpaw cream. 
Very year 12 girl. <laughs> very year 12 That's girl. That's very Australian. Yeah, poor, poor. Not perfect, but considering the jet lag, I looked all right. Swinging my backpack on, I walked out to meet up with my dad and we made our way out of Heathrow down to the train station. Make sure you stay close, Leah. If you get lost, there'll be no saving you. I don't want to be filed as a missing child on my first day in the UK. <laughs> I laughed. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face as I pulled my luggage onto the train. I received a few strange glances from the Brits, probably wondering why this strange teenager was looking around a train in such amazement. Oh, Another long hour later, we arrived in Russell Square, where Dad and I had our hotel. Dad went off to talk to the woman at the reception desk, so I had a minute to look around the foyer. It was a pretty grand hotel, definitely within the four to five star range. <laughs> Hold on. Score! Exclamation mark. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Although I'm kind of ready for One like, Direction. To, they need to make an entrance. They're going to make, make I don't an, think they make an entrance to like another page, maybe. I think maybe the first right. chapter is like, oh, just me arriving. That's why I thought I'll take chapter two just in case. I think it's a great idea. Dad had returned looking a little frustrated. We have a room each. I'm in 6E and you're in 7B. They couldn't get us on the same floor. I don't know why. Will you be all right? Dad, I'm 17. <gasps> and I've had my own room since I was two. I'm going to be fine. Besides, I'll be spending most of my time alone here anyway. I have a feeling that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I think one might be popping and just like, someone's coming to sell alone. <laughs> this is a good way to start my interpersonal growing experience. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a delight whoa so much ambition and hope for nine weeks you have in a nine weeks well that, yeah that's what i said i'm in london for nine weeks oh you did read the damn sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm gonna pay closer attention oh sorry the next sentence sorry is you're talking about nine weeks okay. okay good yes you've always been mature for your age okay we best be getting to our room it's 10 p.m <laughs> bedtime we made our way to our rooms and I bid goodnight to my dad and unlocked the door to my home for the next nine weeks. There we, there go. we go. Little reminder for the audience. Yeah. It was luxury. However, I was too tired to spend too much time looking around. I went into the bathroom, got out my contact lens stuff from my suitcase and changed into my black rimmed glasses. Ooh. Sexy librarian. <laughs> I stripped from my clothes, couldn't be bothered to get out my pajamas and flopped onto my double freshly laundered bed. A double laundered bed. <laughs> I don't know what that what? looks like. <laughs> it's very crisp. <laughs> the sheets are very white. They've been washed twice. I think One Direction is going to come up soon. Okay. I, I hope they are. I'm ready. I'm ready. I woke up the next day at 1 p.m. I definitely wasn't in the rhythm yet. I climbed out of bed and walked into the lounge area. I saw that dad had left a note on the coffee table. Morning, Leah. Hope you slept well and aren't too jet lagged. Me off to work today. But I got a call from David O'Brien, the casting agent. <laughs> Asking you to come down Hello. to the studio. There's a music video for a boy band. Oh, yeah. They're needing a female lead. Well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a call. He wants you there by 2.30. Good luck. Number is 0374287522. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> Sorry. Why did I write the number? Hold on. The action's about to pick up. It was already 1.10 p.m. <gasps> obstacle <laughs> shit i yelled as i raced over to my suitcase i unzipped it and fished out my dark blue jeans black boots a white tee wool knitted jumper and gray beanie <laughs> this is okay this is something i love about fan fiction the over explaining of 
clothes. Oh my God. It's such a thing. There's so much like I was wearing a bright pink t-shirt tucked into a waist length, like skirt that had the gems on it. Like there's yeah. always like such detailed clothing it's, explanations. I know. And like, like beyond <laughs> what you need. I think the thing yeah, about fan fiction is that like, it's so explicit mm. because it's basically written by people who like want to experience this. It's actually really yeah. not much for a reader experience. It's more for the writer. So it's like, yeah, in this case, I think when you're talking about like a first person point of view and like this original character is obviously you. Yeah. Duh. So it is about, it's like a role play. Yeah. And like a part of that means being super descriptive mm. about mm. your own experience and what you're doing. And Well, let's see wearing. if Liv, Aaliyah makes it to the audition. Let's find out. It was something like minus two degrees and I didn't want to get frostbite on my first day. I grabbed my backpack with my wallet, phone, iPod, key, and acting CV in it and skidded out the door into the elevator. I still had to convert all my money along with getting there and it was already 1.30. God, she thinks it's not going to take long to get to the other side of London, yeah, does she? she doesn't know anything. <laughs> She's got no clue. She's got a hard lesson coming. What a great way to start my trip, I mumbled. Oh, oh that was sarcastic. Let me yeah. do another take. What a great way to start my trip. <laughs> so can we go for one more? Yeah. <clears throat> what a great way to start my trip, I mumbled. Perfect. However, I miraculously managed to grab a taxi and made it to the studio on time. I never had this kind of luck. I attempted to tame my hair as I walked into the studio, taking off my beanie. I spotted David sitting in what I guessed was his office. It had been about a year since I saw David back in Melbourne when he came to visit my dad. However, he looked exactly the same. It's been a year. <laughs> like, why would yeah. he change? <laughs> he was sitting behind a desk with five guys rolling around on chairs in his office. Not exactly the norm. Oh, wow. Wig, I'm so excited. <laughs> This is a hard thing to do as a reader. Hey, I mouthed to him through the <laughs> Hey, I mouthed to him through the glass, but I was scanning his office, baffled by the five teenage boys in his office. Leah, I heard him say. He left his chair and walked over to me. The guys in the room looked over at me, then back to each other. How the bloody hell are you? My god, you're looking even more beautiful than the last time I saw you. Can you do a British accent, please? Is he He's British? Clearly British. <laughs> How the bloody hell are you? My God, you're looking even more beautiful than the last time I saw you. Oh, don't be so stupid. I'm great, thanks. How are you? Is this where I'm auditioning? Oh, it sure is. But we want you to meet the band first. They're who you'll be auditioning with. It's important to make sh to ensure chemistry first. Anyway, come meet them. Wow. David led me into his office where the guys had all stood up. End of chapter one. <gasps> And just so you know, it ended with a comma and not, <laughs> and not a full stop. Do you know what? I actually think that Microsoft OneNote had a glitch. Actually, I think you're right because chapter two starts on a different... It's the end of the audition, right? It's The audition's over. I think yeah. you're, you're like texting Harry. Wow. <laughs> this is why you have to post your content. I know. I have a printer. I should have brought you it. should have brought it. Huge it's fine. Mistake. This is fan fiction. Okay. This is part of it. I deleted so many of my stories. I don't have any more. So Aww. I know. RIP. <laughs> I don't think anyone's missing like the Ben 10 fan fiction I deleted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Ben 10 was hot. Thank you. It yeah. was hot. Well, I was writing about Kevin. Kevin Levin. <laughs> <laughs> he was really hot. <laughs> oh my goodness me. Not even Ben. <laughs> that is just so niche. <laughs> That's <is> unbelievable. <laughs> but did, did, did oh, okay, God, did you ever gone. 
I know, I know. It might be on an old account, like a fanfiction.net account or something. But you know, like, they had the Ben 10 kids show, and then they had the one for teenagers. Did you see the teenagers one? I don't think so. Kevin got hot. Did he? Yes, they, like, aged them up like teenagers. They were, like, really hot. Oh, man. And Kevin and Gwen date. Ooh. So I was writing about them. A saucy love story in Ben 10. Yes, very saucy. I was, like, obsessed with Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, me too. I'm so glad. Zuko. The Fire Nation. Wig, don't even start. Can I just tell you that I had, like, a loft bed. My bed was, like, 30 centimeters from my ceiling. (laughs) And in front of my head, I had a picture that I printed out of Zuko. Okay. And I went to bed looking at him for, like, a year. What era Zuko? Are we talking, like... Fresh, we're, fresh scar. We're talking no, long hair. We're talking long hair. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. None of the bald head business. Like, Bo- book, book that. three, book three. Zuko, book three, redemption, Zuko. fire nation. Oh, come on. He was unbelievable. He was so hot. Like soccer was pretty good too, but it was all soccer about Zuko. was great. But Zuko like had anger. Yeah, he was deep. He was deep. <laughs> and he's such yeah, a good guy. Such a good guy in the end. I want someone who's written Avatar fanfiction. That was one thing I never wrote fanfiction for. I don't know why. But I loved it. I think, do you know why? It was perfect. <laughs> I actually agree. I actually agree. I needed nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> nourished by, by yeah it was show. it was a full meal mm-hmm. it was a three-course meal i was full all my yep. macros met yeah totally. okay let's read chapter two so we're gonna have to like assume a lot's happened and yeah i think we can just roll with it okay as i got out of the taxi i heard my phone buzz from within my backpack i paid the driver and pulled out my phone a text from an unknown number i opened it it was from harry Here's my number two. So you can text me saying thank you that you got the part. Winky face, <gasps> Harry kiss. Cheeky, cheeky, cheeky boy. It's very Harry though. It is. Another huge smile came over my face. Did that mean I got it? But <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> and also Harry texted me 15 minutes after I just said goodbye to him. I raced <laughs> up to my room and got out my laptop to Google One Direction. Yeah, because obviously she's, she's, she's never- ignorant. She played it really cool. She doesn't know who they yeah, are. Yeah, totally. She doesn't care. Famous people. Yeah. She's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I hadn't ever heard of them, and I figured that I should have an idea of what their videos were like. I was surprised to th- see them as a suggestion on Google. They were obviously well known. One of their previous music videos came up, a song called What Makes You Beautiful. Mm. I clicked on it and began to watch. It was catchy, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I get my mic right for Rolling Stone magazine. It just went to me. <laughs> the new Lizzo album was great. It was catchy, all right. <laughs> it was catchy, all right. The kind of song I would dance like a crazy person to. But what was even more crazy was the amount of hits it had. Over 20 million views. I quickly scanned through some of the comments. This must have been fairly not long after that came out. Because I, I feel it, like they had like hundreds of millions yeah, of views. Yeah, I think this... I. Th- I'm pretty sure this was like what makes you beautiful was big, but not like I, I got on it before like other people knew about One mm-hmm. Direction. Like almost pre the Up All Night album coming out. Oh, oh no, not that the early. Album, not that early. Like the album was out. The album was out. The mm-hmm. album was out. But it was like certainly before album two. Still French. still one for the true fans at this stage. Okay. Yeah. This was insane. Not only were they known, but they had a lot of fans. This would mean the best exposure. 
Oh, already I, so like competitive savvy. and savvy. Clearly, you were a go getter. I really was. <laughs> you were like, I don't care these people famous. Yeah, this is all about me. It's all my about career. me. <laughs> what a businesswoman. Nine weeks is a long time. Yeah, gonna achieve this a lot. Day one. <laughs> This would mean the best exposure. I grabbed my phone and began to reply to Harry. This is going to sound weird, but I didn't know you guys were that well known. This is all kinds of pressure now. I thought I should add a joke so I didn't sound like a total idiot. I hit the send button. Then I regretted not adding an emoticon or kiss. I looked up from one screen and onto another. I decided to change my Google search to Harry One Direction. A number of fan pages came up along with a Wikipedia page. I clicked on his page and began scrolling through. He was on X Factor, he's 19, the flirt of the group, and was brought up somewhere in England. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) He's on British X Factor. You met him in London and he's got a British accent. (laughs) (laughs) But I only knew he was truly British. (laughs) Googled it. Because everyone knows Wikipedia never lies. Oh, I know. My phone buzzed again on the coffee table, making a loud and unpleasant sound. Wait, wasn't I in a taxi? No, 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 you got got out of the taxi. Okay. You got out. That's consistent storytelling. I snatched it up and read Harry's reply. Can't you handle us now, winky face? Definitely the flirt of the group. Hmm, exactly the behavior of a flirt is the (laughs) next line. (laughs) Girl, you're the same. You're the same. I wrote this last week. Oh, and just so we all know, chapter two, chapter one was written at 7 p.m. Chapter two, same day, 9.55 p.m. <laughs> Whoa, I was prolific. <laughs> you were up all night. <laughs> and that is the joke of the podcast. Everyone. That's a that's a deep cut. Whoa. <laughs> no, I can handle anything. I'm a professional. I just don't know how you'll go with working with someone who didn't know you were uh, oh, so famous. Oh. <sighs> It was a risky message, and I hoped he would reply quickly. I'd always been bad at texting guys. I made myself sound too tough. Thankfully, his reply was almost immediate. It's okay because now you know. I can sign you. <laughs> I can sign you a photo if you'd like. Kiss. Ha! He was certainly cocky. I already have a signed photo from Justin Bieber. I think I'll be okay. Mm. Now, do I actually have the part, or were you just torturing me? Ooh, already she, getting real. She's playful. ready to play. Yeah. yeah. This text message was starting to make me giddy. This was possibly the longest message chain with a guy I had ever had, apart from my dad, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And now, knowing that he was actually pretty famous, I was getting somewhat excited. Mm -hmm. Another reply. The boys and I want you to be in it, and we get the final say. So, yep, you're in. How about that coffee to celebrate? Are you free in an hour? Yes. (gasps) P.S. You should tell Niall about that photo. (gasps) What photo? The wonder, the Justin Bieber photo. Oh, because he likes Justin Bieber. Yes. See, right. true fan. True fan. You know all the little things that each of them like. All those and... little things. <laughs> wow, you went there. Harry Styles from One Direction asked me out to coffee after I just met him. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to do another take of that, how you actually wrote it, because there is no like exclamation marks. So I feel like it reads more like this. Harry Styles from One Direction asked me out to coffee after I just met him. <laughs> not that impressed like there's no italics there's no exclamation marks it's just pure statement of the facts she just laid out the facts (laughs) like "Mm, i guess i'm free in an hour (laughs) i didn't know if i should say yes i didn't want to seem too desperate but then i remembered his smile oh Mm. i could do with another dose of that gorgeousness (laughs) (laughs) i'm just flummoxed by my audacity i know i'm 17 
Honestly, I'm not. I mean, like, when you're 17, you're like, if a boy smiles at you, he loves me. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, that, those are the rules of the game. I'm assuming that's why no boys ever smiled at me. <laughs> they just pushed you off the slide. So I began to reply. I wanted to sound a bit cheeky, a little bit hard to get, but funny and kind of sweet. <laughs> that a bit of criteria. <laughs> it's like a litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> text message needs to score at least like in the 90th percentile naturally this text would take me a while to perfect i don't know if the coffees here are any good i acquired quite a taste in melbourne you better not be taking me to starbucks i think we should grab a hot chocolate to be safe and you know that you want my justin bieber photo stop trying to hide behind niall i'm staying in russell square you know any good places (gasps) oh okay I deemed it acceptable and pressed send. Then I turned my attention to my reflection in the mirror. I definitely needed to fix that up. I looked so tired. I had no idea why Harry would want to be seen anywhere with me. Oh, you're such a little slut. Oh, (laughs) my God. Just, there's so much about the appearance as well. I know. I stood up and walked over to the bathroom. A long, hot shower would certainly make me look and feel better. I stripped and turned on the hot water tap. The glass shower steamed up quickly and I enjoyed a 10-minute shower, washing my hair and cleaning off the last few days. I stepped out feeling immeasurably better and wrapped a fresh towel around me, my wet hair falling behind me. I walked over to my phone as saw a reply from Harry. I'll be over in 20. Boys and I finished a bit early. Text me your hotel and I'll swing by the foyer to pick you up. Then we'll have the finest hot chocolates you've ever tasted. Kiss. I was always a kiss for these towels. Yeah. I smiled a sort of stifled smile and then looked in, up into the mirror. Can I just flag stifled smile? Because I think that was like something I read in another fan fiction. Oh, really? it was perfect. Is stifled that when you're like, you're, you're trying to like not smile, but yeah. the smile's coming through? Yeah, I think it's a big thing in fanfic just to have that stifled smile. Do you know what I hear in fan fiction a lot or see? Um, I repressed the <gasps> smile. Yeah, Like I... Like I repressed, I repressed my smile, mm-hmm. but I like stifled. It's much more um, yeah. suave. It is. The first time you've been asked out, Leah, I told my reflection. You are aware that it's first person. Like you can just think it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to say it out loud. And then quickly texted Harry the hotel name. I got changed back into my clothes and began to dry my hair with the hotel blow dryer. After deciding that my hair could get no drier, I tied it into plaits and whacked my beanie back on. Oh, wow. The (laughs) The finesse is out the window. (laughs) Just that beanie is back on. I whacked it back on. (laughs) How do you whack a beanie on? (laughs) I put my moisturizer on, some mascara, lip balm, and left the bathroom. I glanced at the clock. She's low maintenance. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't need makeup. Mm. That's what makes her beautiful. (laughs) You're insecure. I don't know know what for. I glanced at the clock, 4.30 p.m., scooped up my backpack and skipped to the elevator. As I walked into the foyer, I saw Harry already there waiting, signing his autograph to a hysteric girl, almost in tears just for seeing him. He gave her a hug, thanked her, and then spotted me looking at him in utter embarrassment. He laughed, shrugged, and walked over to me. The girl gave me a venomous look and huffed back off to her friends. That's definitely something I wrote about in family. Like, Girls being envious of you when you're the one who gets, like, the good thing. Yeah. It's pretty unhealthy. It's so unhealthy, isn't it? Even in real life, like, outside of fan fiction in high school. That was a real thing. That was a real thing. It was. It was all... I think girls were really competitive. Mm. And in particular when it came to boys and, like, attention. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was this sense of, um, like, camaraderie with, like, the women and, like, girls, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. I think your intimate friends were on your team. 
and then there was like a barrier between you and other girls. I don't feel that now at all. I don't feel that now at all, but I 100% agree with you. Mm, and it's funny that that's like reflected in your fan fiction. Yeah. Because I think mine was the same. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. You kind of go from like wanting to flaunt that you have a boyfriend, let's say, in front of another girl in school mm-hmm. so that they can like pierce daggers at you like this girl does. Yeah. And then when you're in your mid-20s or early 20s at uni, it's kind of like, fuck man like yes yes and especially with strangers like new girls that you meet you're like guys are the worst so like takes this complete 180 Mm -hmm. which is funny how it changes i know i wonder if you wrote this fan fiction now if you'd be like honey he's not worth it i'm more than harry styles (laughs) i have an acting career i'm in a music video (laughs) Uh, yeah absolutely i don't even think i think it would just be a fan fiction about me and my career (laughs) (laughs) i got up i made bank i went to sleep That's like the TV show girls. Without problematic Adam Driver. Like, yes. I mean, I love Adam Driver. Love Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. But like those first two seasons, well, who was he, honestly? Oh, I was repulsed. I was repulsed, but yeah. we all loved him, didn't we? We all did. We all loved him. And then when he became Kylo Ren in Star Wars. <gasps> oh, kill me. Especially in The Last Jedi. When him Oof. and Rey touched hands. Oh, it was magnetic. I've written fan fiction about them. What? Yeah. Let me read it. I ship them so hard. Me too. I had like a multi-chapter fic all planned out about how they end up together in the third of these, I guess technically the ninth Star Wars movie. But also like I would be satisfied if it was just like one of those like pining, unrequented love. Never really happens. Never really happens. But like they need each other. Mm -hmm. And they help each other in other ways, even though they never quite come to like. Yes. Being together. Yes. And like them holding hands is them kissing. Yes. Like it's, what so Ga- it's like what Game of Thrones did with Jamie and Brienne before they made them fuck. Yes. Which was so much better than when they actually did fuck. Yes. Right. Like when he knighted her, I was like, oh, they're making love. Yes. <laughs> that was so lit. <laughs> anyway, back to the actual text. Okay. Um, hi. I said, looking at him, eyebrows creased. Hello. So that's the oh, best Harry I could do. Yeah. Hello. Oh. So now you've seen my celebrity mode. <laughs> he grinned sheepishly, looking back at me. So it would seem. Don't go getting a big head. I'm not going to cry just for seeing you. He laughed. You're so cool in this. So cool. All right, then. Let's go grab that hot chocolate. Why is he even dealing with you? You're being so rude. I- <laughs> no. What is making her so beautiful? Is it the moisturizer and the mascara? Well, she's insecure. I think he can just tell. He can just and he's tell. like, there's this poor, struggling, insecure Australian girl with like this wild blonde hair. We started out of the foyer and into the freezing air. I bunched up against the wind. It's freezing. You didn't bring a jacket. What were you thinking? Here, have this. He threw me his jacket so he was only in a jumper and top. He threw it? I'm just imagining, like, <laughs> he's on the other side of the sidewalk. And he's like, Kobe. <laughs> Throws in a jacket. I'm out of here. Oh, I'm not taking you for the hot chocolate. <laughs> Are you crazy? I'm a multi-millionaire pop star. <laughs> I don't... I've got meetings. <laughs> I've got another 12 codes where that came from. Are you sure? I don't want to make you get a cold. I'm fine. The cafe's just around the corner. And I don't want to be held responsible for an innocent young girl to be sick on her big trip to London. So there you go. That's what <laughs> Harry sees in her. Innocent. Oh, innocent. Mm. Little does he know. Little. She's got mascara on. <laughs> <laughs> she means business. She's got her moisturized done. She's got her mascara on. She dried her hair as dry as she <laughs> 
and she whacked that beanie. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so close to quitting. Thank God this is almost over. <coughs> because I'm in loving it so much. I'm hardly innocent. You don't know what Australian girls get up to in the outback, I laughed. The outback of the inner suburbs yeah. of Melbourne. <laughs> Vodka cruises on a Friday night. He doesn't need to know my backstory. <laughs> oh, and what's that? He said, looking at me. I love that stage direction. Looking at me. Like, I, it's a very fan fiction thing to be like, yeah. he said, looking. Like, what else is he doing? Where else would he be looking? Like, <laughs> underneath his jacket? <laughs> he doesn't have a jacket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A girl never tells, I winked at him. He laughed as we stopped in front of a cozy looking cafe, light up with fairy, you might say lit up there, Mm. light up with fairy lights and the aroma of coffee wafting out of it. Not too shabby, Harry, I said, admiring the cafe. Ladies first, he said as he opened the door, allowing hot air to gush past me. (laughs) We settled into two squishy armchairs with a dark wooden table between them. A waitress approached us and did a double take as she saw Harry. Ooh, is this going to be like the scene in Twilight when the waitress is like hitting on Edward? I don't remember that scene from Twilight. I'm so sorry. OMG, are you not a Twilight person? I was a Twilight person. Why don't I remember that? When Bella and So when Edward saves Bella from the guys who were going to rape her with his car... And then he takes her out for dinner. And then they're sitting yes. in that. Oh my God, it's all coming back to me. And Robert Pattinson's own song is playing in the background. Oh yeah, it's all there. And then oh the, the waitress God. with all the tattoos is like, do you need anything else? And he's like, no, just Bella. Yes. <laughs> oh. I feel like that's what's about, that's what's about to happen. Okay. <clears throat> Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. Two hot chocolates, thanks. He said to her. Uh, um, yes, sure. Uh, Sorry, but are you Harry Styles from One Direction? She blundered. That's <laughs> how you wrote it. I'm sorry. Yep, but I prefer just Harry. Oh my God. My friends love you. Sorry, but can you sign this for me? She said, and she picked up my napkin. Oh. Uh, Sure. She handed him a pen and he signed it with a few kisses on the end. There you go. Thank you so much. Uh, two hot chocolates coming up. She said as she returned to the counter to relay the gossip to her friend, who was now trying to get a good look at Harry. Sorry about that, said Harry sincerely. He handed me his napkin. Mm. Have this as an apology gift from me to you. <gasps> okay. Such he chose gentleman. her. Such a gen- Yeah, he chose her. Yeah. I chuckled. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> kind sir. <laughs> I'm just doing what the text is giving me. Whoa, you're doing a great job. I will treasure it. He smiled and looked up into my eyes. <gasps> His eyes were so warm, his cheeks still red from the cold, dimples set lightly in them, and his hair was softly brushed against his forehead, curls forming at the ends. He was outrageously good-looking. I looked down and laughed. (laughs) I was embarrassed at how long I had just been looking at him. So why have you come to London, he asked. Oh, well, mainly to work. I just finished school and I wanted to work in the UK for the last two years. So when my dad told me he was coming over for nine weeks, I asked him to book me a seat too. So here I am. This is my first job, by the way. So you have to be nice to me. I'm new to the industry. She's got no industry <laughs> game. This is not how the film industry this works. This is not how it goes. Um, I'm new. I have no idea. So be nice to me. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a heartbeat. She's out. Ah, a newbie, he laughed. Well, don't worry. The boys and I will take good care of you. And that sounds cool. Starting your career directly after you finish school. Good work ethic then. Indeed. (laughs) The waitress returned with our hot chocolates and I noticed she had put her phone number on Harry's napkin. I was right. She's done it. She's done it. She's going for her man. Good on her. I know. 
Get take, him. Take your punches. Seriously. This is some 19-year-old idiot from Australia has no chance. No chance. Talking about how inexperienced she is. You really are quite the catch, I said, pointing to the napkin. Harry saw it and laughed. Don't worry, I won't call her. Not while I'm with you, at least. Smelt. Oh, <laughs> how considerate of you, I said as I picked up my hot chocolate and began to drink. <laughs> we polished off our hot chocolates quickly and Harry got up to pay the waitress, much to my protests. <laughs> he returned and offered me his hand to help me up. I took it. It was warm and strong. And he lifted me out of my chair with ease. Ooh, precursor for what it's going to feel like when they get intimate. <gasps> oh, I wish there was more to read. <laughs> Were those as good as the ones in Melbourne? He asked with a slight smile. I wonder if he's talking about the hands <laughs> or the hot chocolate. <laughs> my hand still in his. Ooh. They were satisfactory, although you need to enjoy a few more with me to be convinced. I understand. He tugged on my hand as he led me out the cafe. Now, if you're ever craving a beverage again, text me and we can meet up. I know a fair few places around here and I've got a feeling I can get a couple for free. He was facing me with a twinkle in his green eyes. Okay, Harry, you've got yourself a deal, I said, shaking his hand. Good. Now let's get a cab back to your hotel. I forgot how freezing it is, he said, rugging up against the wind. End chapter two. That is it folks honestly r.i.p like we'll have to get you back i think season two (laughs) season two season two of the podcast we'll get chapters three and four yeah or even just like the end chapters i think ed sheeran makes an appearance (gasps) of course he does cara delavine who was that radio host that uh zane no not zane no his name Um, was like nick nick grimshaw nick grimshaw yes Yes. bbc radio one yep that is a one direction fandom reference right there nick and harry were very good friends Mm mm-hmm uh, I would love some Nick Grimshaw in the fanfiction, if that happens. And maybe I can maybe. slot him in. We'll just oh, see. We'll see. But, but what I'm just marveling at, like, reading <coughs> that is how, like, I believe that that was what it was like when you met someone that you really liked. It was all, like, instantly intimate. Yeah. It's holding cool. hands. And- yeah. And, like, looking into each other's eyes. This is, like, they've been, they've known each other for, what, 20 minutes? <laughs> That's so true. Like, a young girl's perception of, like, what intimacy is with a guy that you have a crush on like yeah i used to have played that narrative out in my head so many times it has literally never happened like that never that's not how it happens people don't interact like that it's awkward yeah you hide things first awkward and it's either like very friendly Mm -hmm. or you're like there to dtf and it's like straight to the chase and there is none of the staring to each other's twinkle eyes no because people don't want to be vulnerable in real life these two characters are like Here's my entire heart on my sleeve like, within 20 <laughs> minutes of knowing you. Yeah. And that's just like how it goes. And then yeah. think about that in a real life scenario. Like you've just met someone and you're looking into their eyes. You'd be like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like Something yeah. is wrong. Oh my God. Like, I don't know you. This is way too intense, way too fast. That's so true. I mean, obviously it's like rubbing off from films and books and TV mm. and all that sort of thing. But definitely in fan fiction, it's very like very heavy very fast mm-hmm. unless you're reading like a slow burn fic in yes. which it's super slow like yeah. the opposite of that like very slow yeah but usually it's like pretty quick in where our hands touched there was a spark and then he asked me to come to his house it's like that's, no <laughs> that's not real it's not real i would kind of love to read like a fan fiction that is actually set in reality and like happens believably Mm. But then it wouldn't really be fan fiction, would it? It would just be like no, a novel. I guess not. <laughs> or not even a novel. It would just be like like someone's Twitter feed or their Instagram. Like it would just be like 
a biography, like an autobiography. Yeah. It wouldn't be like fiction has like that bit of element of, you know, magic, magic. Mm. Exactly. Especially. Yeah. Fan fiction is just that turned, turned oh. up to 11. Yes. So overall, how did you feel hearing that back? Just like quite nostalgic. Mm. There's, I think it's always going to be a little like warm, nice place to go back to mm. because it was such a warm, nice place to write in. It's also a little bit sad, you know, because I feel like that like a loss of innocence compared to where, what I was like then. I had I was so innocent at that stage. I think I like I hadn't kissed a boy then and I hadn't really like done anything. I'd lived a quite a sheltered, like young, naive life up to that point. Now, mm. I, I think the world's graded on me somewhat, like as it does. Yeah. And I'm a little bit more cynical yeah. than I was when I wrote that. And it's like a little bittersweet to, to go, ah. Oh, that's how I felt about the world. I thought it was all going to be that easy. Yeah. yeah like not just in the romance, but like go to London, get a job, totally. be an actor, like that yeah. kind of dreams just make sense. And they just happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like not, that. Not kids. to be like, make it all bitter, but uh, yes, <laughs> it is like, it's a special thing to have captured. Like mm. who you were literally date time to the minute mm-hmm. and how you felt about yourself yeah and the bits that you're obviously like insecure about as well about yourself like your hair or your clothes or absolutely makeup or whatever it is yeah and just generally feeling like i think there's like a (laughs) great sense of amazement that like a boy could be interested in the character that like was me Mm. and i think totally i felt like that as well like boys had never liked me Mm. and but i'd always felt like i was like pretty but i never i was never conventionally pretty Oh my god, same. <laughs> oh my god, I was I always felt very like I'm very attractive, but boys don't like me. Yes, that's how it's totally what I thought too. That's crazy. It's weird, isn't it? And I think fan fiction is not for pretty Con- girls. Like yeah. it's not for people who are popular. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm. I hope of- I get like someone who was super popular in school or whatever on this podcast, but. It is for outcasts, mm-hmm. and that's why I think there is this huge perception of it being, like, extremely lame. Like, <laughs> even though we were laughing during that, this is cool to me. Like, I don't think this is, like, a losery thing. I think it's really fun. Yeah, and like you is. said, it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. There is no reason why anyone should be embarrassed by this. No. I agree. It's yeah. like when you look at it for what it is, that's, like, a huge work of creativity. Yeah. That I did when I was doing year 11 and year 12. Mm. I had a lot going on. I was pretty busy with homework. But like I still made time to sit down and be creative and write something, Mm. which I look at now. I'm like, well done. If anyone can do that and sit down and just create with no, you know, end goal, really. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I love what you said earlier about like how fast you would write fan fiction. Yeah. You just breeze through it, mm-hmm. which regular writing is nothing like that. And how good would it be, like, if you're a writer or a creative or anything, to, like, have something like that always on the go to kind of break your rhythm? 100%. And be like, oh, I'm going back to this thing, which I know is, like, mm-hmm. easy and pours out of me to remind me, mm-hmm. like, to get the ideas flowing and to, you know, get into that space where it's easy. Yeah. And I know for sure there are so many fan fiction writers who are, 
published authors mm. who have their own original works published. And there's that whole like kind of subset of fan fictions that have become original works, like Fifty Shades the Fifty of Grey. Shades of Grey esque, yeah, um, stuff which is awful and <laughs> misrepresents the fan fiction community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are people who write, you know, they write their fan fiction and then they have their books and. The, like you said, the fan fiction is kind of like a training ground mm. for then writing your own characters and totally. your own stories and learning how to write regularly yeah. and flexing your mind and totally and also just like meet like hanging out with people online and getting excited and having someone like message you and say, "Love that chapter. When's the next one?" Like yeah. that was the best message, which you didn't get to experience because you didn't post I know. it. I I really regret that now. I should. Yeah. I I used to send it with my friends. Like, am I like I had a few friends that I sent it with. That's dope. Yeah, and they all read it, and they were all like, "Oh my god, when's the next chapter happening?" Oh, so my gosh. yeah, we were, I remember being on my gap year and like emailing it to my friends, like, "Here you go." Oh my god, <laughs> that's so cool. Updating it from like the middle of Spain. <laughs> So do you think now, do you think you will ever write fan fiction again? I'm after like doing this, I'm kind of like, I should just do it again. I think I will. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to find something that I'm like a little bit obsessed with and just kind of allow myself that, that freedom just mm. to do it. It's, I don't think I would have the ease that I had then. You'd be surprised. It's still easy. It's still easier than, I mean, I still write fan fiction. And it does come so much easier than mm. anything else. Cool. Okay, that's really good to know. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yes. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Maybe I'll do Zuko fan fiction. Just yes. For like old school me. <laughs> Please. And link me in. Let me proof it for you. Because yes. this oh. did- <laughs> Maybe we should just like start writing like incredible fan fiction and get it published and like just change the lives of people. It. Or we might even get like, you know picked up for a season of tv like we'll do like another season of avatar you and me we'll showrunner yes that's the vibe taya thank you so much this has been a delight this was so much fun for me oh thank you I hope it was fun for you it was it was a treat amazing um and if you've listened to this podcast and you liked it if you want to hear more of taya's one direction untitled fan fiction <laughs> leave a comment message me tweet me whatever Um, And we can bring Taya back and we can do more later. I would be delighted. One Shot is made with support from Balloon Tree Productions. The theme song is Dearest Friend by Hem. You can follow me on Twitter at OneShotPod and subscribe to One Shot on Apple, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 